This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thanks to our new sponsor, Mave, for supporting our podcast. Dogs need unprocessed, high-protein, low-carb diets that kibble and fresh foods just don't deliver. Make the switch to raw today. Right now, Mave is offering $40 off your first order at meetmave.com slash filmsack. And thanks today to Sunday for supporting Filmsack. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. Full season plans start at just $109, and you can get 20% off when you visit GetSunday.com slash Filmsack20 at checkout. Hello! How y'all doing? Sorry for the tardiness. My name is Emerald, that's OJ, and we are your animal wranglers today with Haywood Hollywood Horses. And now, did you know that the very first assembly of photographs in sequential order to create a motion picture was a two-second clip of a black man on a horse? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Look it up. Now, I know you guys know Edward Moorbridge, the grandfather of motion pictures, who took the pictures that created that clip. But does anybody know the name of the black jockey that rode the horse? No. wheelchair on your roof <laughs> this is film sack oh sure Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode 597, and continually mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. Is that strawberry jam running down your bay windows, Dunaway? It absolutely is. Would you like a piece? Oh, hi. Hi. This week on Film Sack, we do our best to avoid direct eye contact, but Amazon Prime is to not challenge its dominance and end up getting sucked into the cloud as we watch a 2022 sci-fi horror film where we scream like we're on some sort of sky roller coaster that runs on horse meat and nopes. Hey, <laughs> stay out of my pocket, Amazon. That metal coinage is mine, not for Jeff Bezos to throw back at Earth as he laughs maniacally and flies away in his spaceship to Mars laughing and killing my paw in the process with a hot, fast coin to the head. Yeehaw, you space cowboy hat-looking mofo, and don't come back. Hey, you forgot Elon. Anywho. I wrote my intro under duress this week with my newfound fear of flying cryptids swooping down and uh, pouching me in their cryptid cheeks for a snack at a more convenient time while I scream up to the negative. No, sir. Absolutely not. By no means. And nay, I'm not looking for nor hanging around for sky death. But still, 
Maybe I should just peek my head outside and take a little look. That can't hurt, right? Just a little, and I'm dead. Randy, you know the drill. <laughs> Delete my cryptid porn searches like sky vaginas and, and lipless ladies kissing and, and Bigfoot fetish. Uh-huh. I'm one sick dude. Mm. Good Lord, you went hard this week. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Woo, hardcore. That was awesome. All right, with us also, Randy, don't piss off the sitcom apes unless you intend to fist no. bump them first, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Now that I have your attention, I'm going to give you a safety training for working around a live horse and never actually mention the live horse or your parameters. <laughs> it's Hollywood, baby. <laughs> Thank you for coming out here to Agua Dulce, which everyone else from L.A. calls Santa Clarita because honestly, it's Santa Clarita. Mm. We've been having torrential rains all winter, so the hills are covered in bright green grasses, but I want you to pretend that didn't happen. And it's really, really dusty and rural out here, okay? Now, let's get on to what you're doing out here in Santa Clarita, as long as you follow my three easy steps. Number one, open a a car sales business. I mean, Mm. it makes total sense that a business where you have to pay people to clean lots and lots of cars that are sitting outside, that would work really well surrounded by windy dirt. Number two. Bring hand-cranked film cameras out here. There is nothing like a sand dune desert for compatibility with changing out huge film reels in a delicate machine that you crank. Number three, don't look up. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. Three three is important. I agree with that third one a lot. I hate sand. Gets in everything. Yep. Especially my camera. (laughs) Especially my camera, says... uh, Especially my camera. Love that guy. We're all gonna I hope all of your part. audio clips are just that guy. I love yeah, him. Right. We're, we're all yeah. going to impersonate him later. Love him so yeah, much. Sure. Um, with us finally, Brian, he warned us to beware the giant cloud anus hibbit. It's true. I warned you, and I should have warned you for the following. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh. It's going to get wild in here. Yeah. Not the full intro. Full intro is like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> You were working for the tech squad at the not quite Best Buy when we met you. We took you home. You helped us set up a camera rig, which you then continued to view. Let's go up an octave. Now, two days later on, your van is still in our house, along with a bunch of alien spew. Because what we're dealing with gobbles up all of our horses and barely takes the time to chew. Nope, not a UFO. It's like a giant ray with a bright blue alien sphincter. Nope, not a UFO. Except in jellyfish mode, it's got a bright green alien sphincter. It's really quite a sight. And it usually comes at night. You'd better yoon balloon or we will all be sorry. Not a UFOOJ. <laughs> it's a UAP. Oh, not a UFOOJ. It's a UAP. Oh. <laughs> wow. you, said, you said UN, UN balloon. Yoon balloon. Yoon, Yoon balloon. balloon. And like, kind of like. <laughs> Kind of like the guy's name, the actor's name. Yeah. Yeah, that's, no, we, yeah, that's yeah. That is brilliant. That's really Bye-bye. good. 
A yoon balloon. Yoon balloon. Clever girl. That was really good. And I turned it into a verb. You'd better yoon yeah. balloon. <laughs> well done. Good Lord. You guys all rocked it today. Uh, that yeah. must mean that we've got good stuff ahead. Let's let Scott Fletcher explain the film we're about to talk about. Nope. The residents of the Lonely Gulch in Inland, California, bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery. Oh, my Lord. Is that what we're in for here? Good yeah. Lord. That was, the real, uh, that was the real Scott Fletcher, too. I could yeah, tell. Yeah. yeah, real Scott Fletcher. We got him, too. We'll uh, see. We have him for our next film as well. So uh, Yeah, I think he records those on Friday nights on Twitch, Denny, because I think I saw him on there doing this thing. Yeah, yeah. last oh, night nice. they do their little Catterday mm. thing. Or no, it's on yeah. Saturdays, I guess. But they, uh, they get together and they record live and... And boom, there, wanna, there it is. I, th- I really want to thank you guys for agreeing to to watch this for FilmSag because, uh, for starters, we don't always do this kind of thing. Like it's it's a very highly regarded movie, but um, uh, as it when it hit Amazon Prime, like Brian Ibbett noticed it really fast and was like, uh, he's going to watch it. Like anyone should watch, everyone should watch it. Mm-hmm. And you know, he said, look, well, if if we haven't seen it, we should uh, go. Well, ahead I and tried stop to it. disagree when you asked us, but you mis- misunderstood what I meant. I said nope. Yeah, he said no. Nope, you said, oh no, <laughs> we're doing it. No, we really want like, to do it. Yeah. And it's like yeah. a it's like a movie where I really really hope that anyone listening who might have any urge to watch this movie stops and watches this movie and then continues on with this podcast because yeah it's you can only see this once yeah, yeah and 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 we will absolutely ruin it there are so many things in this movie <laughs> that are completely ruinable like mm-hmm. that are that, that are not just spoilers but again you can only see this once there's a scene where he first goes out to the barn. And he's and you and you realize, oh wow, there's some there's some really awful things uh, approaching oh, yeah. him and whatever. You can only see that once. Mm. Like, that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. After after that uh, that viewing, I it, I disagree. Yeah, I, I are, disagree are you too. saying you only want second, to watch it once, or are this you is saying my second that watching? And you can only experience things, the surprise once. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, there were things that I picked up this time that knowing what was about to happen I was like, oh yeah, all right, cool, and yeah. and kind of getting to to see. Not just the the event itself, but also the kind of the lead up to the event and how um, there are a lot more parallels that I yes. didn't pick up on the first time with I watched this film. Yeah, with the chimp, with the balloon it, popping uh, yeah, that freaks yeah. out the chimp, and the balloon popping that blows up the alien, and the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the stupid motorcycle guy, the absolutely unnecessary, yeah. which I'm sure we'll talk about, un- uh, motorcycle <laughs> guy whose helmet looks like the alien with the one dot and. And oh. yeah, it also looks like the thing that freaked out the horse. Right. Oh, wow. Right. Good like point. Thing. Yeah. So you're, you're talking about elements. And, and I, I agree. You watch a movie more than once. You're going to see lots of elements that you didn't catch the first time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just yeah. talking about being scared because you don't the know where, what you're gotcha. seeing, yeah. what's about yeah. to happen. You can oh, do yeah, that yeah. plenty of times. I prove that all the time when I watch a movie 10 years later when you totally forget everything. <laughs> That's but true. Yeah. yeah. I, I, get I, point. I get your point. Yeah. Like I couldn't yeah. watch this uh, a week later, but. I don't know, maybe I could because I want to see all the details and stuff, but but I feel like, um, you know, Jordan Peele now has a has a, uh, a reputation for putting a bunch of symbolism, some of it obvious, some of it more yeah. subtle in his yeah. movies. And so I automatically go into one of these going, all right, here we go. We're going to look for all these symbolisms. And what, right. what, this is commentary on the film business, and this is commentary on race relations in the film business, yeah. and, you know, all this yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. What I didn't expect was, and he said it many times, in interviews and stuff, what I didn't expect is just kind of a really fun alien romp at the end. Yes. Yeah. And know? I think if you go in, I almost say you, you almost do a disservice if you go into it focusing too much on what are the symbols and not just let it 
take you. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you see the symbols as you're watching it, naturally great, but um, you don't want to be so focused on ooh the water. What does it mean uh, that you? <laughs> right? Is that it? I feel I feel it's a dig. Oh yeah, that um, was, it, yeah. I feel it's it not so but, subtle. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The, I I generally I have the I, you know we we watch on Film Sack we watch a movie every week and that's just what we have to do. Mm-hmm. I watch more movies than every week. So we, mm-hmm. we may be a little bit ahead of some people that watch in movies as far as how many we consume. Mm-hmm. And I, I usually have the ability to just turn all that stuff off. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch a movie. I'm not going to, I'm not going to question any symbolism until after the movie. And then that's my favorite part. When I get to sit and think about all the shit I saw. And then will I revisit it a second time? Do I need to revisit it? And that's just somebody. That's just anybody who goes see lots of movies. They, I think, yeah, they have the ability. Yeah. To I think so. Out. And I like a movie that makes yeah. me think and stays with me. This is a movie that did that. I thought about this movie a lot after yeah. it was over. And um, I don't think you know. I've heard some people say, "Well, this is his lightest fare of his three films that, that he's directed so far." And you know, don't go in expecting big cultural conversations around it or anything like that. And so I right. kind of went in expecting it to be a little more fluff and less mm-hmm. less substance. But I don't think that's ever going to be true of his movies i think we're always going no. to find his movies compelling and interesting and a little mm-hmm. twisted like the whole the whole steven yoon backstory uh monkey on set 80s sitcom yeah. nightmare thing gordy. 90s, gordy all that yeah yeah yes we're, that, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna interchange those words all the field of the show monkey yeah. ape and chimpanzee yeah chimpanzee we're, it's just get used to it everybody yeah. That whole thing was, uh, you know, for some people, I saw a lot of comments on reviews and stuff, like completely confused about why it's even in there. And I'm like, well, no, I, there's parallels. Like when yeah. he's staring up into that space anus, his whole life yeah. has been shaped by this. He's staring up into that space thing. And for a second there, he thinks he's having another fist bump moment where mm-hmm. yeah. he's yeah. going mm-hmm. to, oh, no, he, I'm the survivor. I'm the one that will take us and, and find peace with whatever this thing is here. Right, which isn't true at all, and that makes it, you know, more shocking and horrifying and everything else yeah. to know what really happened to those people. Uh, it's just it's something well, else. I just don't know who else is making movies that make me feel really, this way. It's really exciting and raises tension a lot when you have a character you know who has survived something, and then they have to reapproach it because you got to ask which one of these characters are going to die. Uh, and this this that was the question. It's like they they stopped the Gordy. The the old story uh, on set of Gordy Gordy show uh, at the point where we don't know what the monkey would have actually done right we right. we don't know yeah. so but now he finally gets to face it why did he survive he's got probably got survivor's guilt and everything else and his you know he wants to face his fears and, and also so he looks at it yeah, yeah. also yes. we spend the whole movie thinking of him as the hero and he is he's the protagonist of the film. But we, it never really occurs to you, again, this may be a first-time viewing thing, it never really occurs to you, oh, he could be just like totally wrong here. Because right. the person who's so consistently totally wrong is his sister. She, mm. like, she is portrayed <laughs> as so um, opposite him in right. every kind of way, and especially mm. his experience. So in the end, when she ends up being right and he's wrong – that's just that's a great story, mm-hmm. you know. Is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I also really liked. There's, you know, I don't know, countless pseudo horror science fiction movies where siblings are involved and they're trying to survive together and all that. Mm-hmm. This is easily one of my favorite portrayals of a sibling absolutely relationship, yeah. and and a part of it was, first of all, she was. This is 2022, right? She was not. She yeah. was robbed for no nomination for this supporting role. For She's sure. amazing in yes. this. Right. 
I, I don't even know. I didn't even know who she was. Now I just want to know everything she's in from now on. She's incredibly right. good. Yeah. And he's he, remind, right? reminding us that yeah. you don't watch uh, Saturday Night Live or other things. Yeah, I haven't eh. seen. I don't watch <laughs> SNL. So for me, she's new. So Kiki Palmer, kind of new for me. Yeah. Um, Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya. Am I saying it right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he's yeah, always yeah. you've got, seen him in several. Things. I've seen him in all yeah. kinds of stuff, but he has yeah. always got this amazing. amazing kind of broody stand in the back kind of thing going on. Yes, it's hard to explain. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, watching he, the two of those, which are could not be more different than each other, right? These are so different right. in terms of who they are, despite their their you know blood relation. That they just it makes for some of the most fun. Some of the most right. disconcerting. I rooted for them so freaking hard at the end. Like, yeah, the, the uh, scene great. where they where they finally come together and they do some really fast hand jive on that porch is just oh, <laughs> yes. it's so it's a, it's a relief that they've that they yeah. finally found each other. Uh, you know, as allies. Yep. Instead yeah. of being yeah standoffish to each other, and they for, do that that rapid hat high five thing. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. If you. Uh, and this is another recommendal. I did did this uh, on TMS, but another recommendation for Judas and the Black Messiah. If you haven't seen it, oh, yeah. about yeah. Uh, the uh, Black Panther uh, uh, group and uh, not the Black Panther film, which he was also in. But right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it. it. He gets to be in yeah. two Black Panther films, one of which yeah, is not exactly. really yeah. Black yeah. Panther. Yeah. One the real quote unquote real Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. This awesome. movie, this movie, nope. Um, it it feels very very much like Daniel Kaluuya's. Uh, episode of Black Mirror, which was called 15 Million Merits. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just like, there's something about the way he approaches a character that just feels really, really similar. He's, re- he's really good at looking like he's absorbing everything and doesn't yeah. respond until it's absolutely necessary. He reads all the information, and that's just perfect for this particular character. I don't know what influenced which but yeah it was perfect for the story I agree. As, a, as a director as a writer when you're thinking of a, a role where you've got a character who doesn't have to say much but does all the acting just with their expressions and their faces right. you've almost got it you know if you've got the right kind of character for daniel kaluuya you you put him in there but if you've got a film where you've got a really wordy character really you know a character who's got a ton of dialogue you almost need to say all right we want daniel kaluuya for this kaluuya for this so i'm gonna like edit down a third of his dialogue right. because he works so much better without it we're gonna yeah. give all the rest of it to uh brandon perea or that uh, the the fries electronics guy dude uh, angels fake, uh, awesome. james uh I hated Angel at first. I hated him right right away. James Franco. I just went, come on, man. This guy, I don't like this kind of character. It's freaking, you know, slacker. But that was the purpose, right? No, he's amazing. I loved him in the end. I thought thought Angel was one of my favorite characters. Him and Michael Wincott's character, whose name, by the way. Oh, Michael Wincott. His name in this movie is Antlers Holst. Yeah, right? <laughs> all he does is sit around and watch old reel-to-reel films of animals killing each other. He, <laughs> the character is amazing, and yeah. you throw Michael Wincott on top of that. God, that yeah. was fantastic. He's great. Mm-hmm. Everything about him is yeah. just. I watch. I'll watch any movie with him in it. I love. You know, I don't know why we haven't done it yet, but we got to do. Um, uh, Count of Monte Cristo. He's fantastic yeah, at yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like, you, I, you know. I, I just want to say really, really quick, you know who that guy was a discount for me. It was not what you just not said. James, not James Franco. No, 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 no. He's a discount. Paul Walker. Oh, okay. interesting. Well, with the hair <laughs> he had, rest, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. That he's, so he's normally, he doesn't have that blonde tip thing going in his mm-hmm. IMDb photo. Right. He looks yeah. like a whole different person, but Brandon Perea, man, he cracked me up. And I, um, you know, finding out that fries had closed all their stores, 
before this right. movie was made right. is so great because because that fries was a real fries. They used an empty, yeah, empty ass right. fries. It was, I, yeah, I, was, I tried to find the timeline because I was like, man, no way did fries sign off and have and just dick employees. These are just douchebag employees mm-hmm. that are they, they, they can't possibly portray this way. And I was like, oh, OK, yeah. The best thing about it was that the whole place was empty because that was so yeah. realistic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty, pretty yeah. wild. I we I, uh, yeah. we never had fries here in Colorado, at least not no. to my knowledge. But yeah, but I'm very familiar with the fries. I had two when we yeah. lived out in Phoenix, and we had one in in Georgia, not too far. Yeah, the only one I ever I been to is the Vegas one. That was close as it I was closer to a, a, a micro center than a Best Buy, right? Or yeah. did they also have your your household electronics? Yeah, they, had uh, they had everything. Yeah, so, fries had everything. Uh, okay. so more like a Best Buy then. Yeah. Closer to a micro city. center, though, because a oh. big part of the store was uh, about parts for building yeah. your build, own computer. Oh, yeah, build really? your, you could okay. build your own computer, walk around, and go, well, I want this. this. But oh, that's I mean, cool. okay. Fry's had groceries. Fry's had, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding. Like, Fry's had a, a little, massive selection of music and movies. a little uh, restaurant yeah. side, yeah. the one in Vegas for a while. A wow. little yeah. coffee, yeah. all the ones I went to, burger place thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a, I really liked the idea of Ultimate Electronics. Uh, incredible universe fries mm-hmm. these places that were just massive warehouses full of the shit yeah. i'm into made yeah. for us but i used yeah. to go in there and walk out with nothing all the time and so oh, it makes yeah, me that's, think that's the problem that's right the problem that's yeah the problem. <laughs> it was it's almost all... like too much choice garners no choice right yeah. like it's yeah, yeah. that's pretty great yeah, media, him... media play used to be that for me i'd walk into a media play and be like okay yeah. uh, i want everything so i'm walking out with nothing right i'm getting nothing now the one actor in this that was one, the other employee that you barely saw her name is barbie ferreria <laughs> oh, yeah. or ferrera oh sure yeah her name. Fer- yeah she yeah. was uh, my ex- first exposure to her was that Euphoria show on HBO. She's really good on it. Um, yeah, but uh, is she our chick in the bucket? I mean, or was she just there kinda, for something I mean, to bounce she, off? She of. didn't have any follow up to do, but technically, yeah, I guess. I, I actually know. feel like Angel was. Angel is a mm-hmm. part yeah. of everything, and then right. suddenly he is just forgotten. Well, right. the he very... survives the he survives getting sucked up with the tarp and the barbed wire, but. Right. Because but you don't wire. see him when the fog lifts, you know, when the, when no, the dust right. lifts at the end. Yeah, uh, I, you know I what? really, Good really call. thought they Good were going to have like some resolution for him and antlers. Yeah, and they just don't grab just a bucket. Over. Yeah, he gets bucket. We'll yeah. give him bucket. That's fair. And they kind of Keith, they kind of did that to Keith David too because we uh, know we, they never really said he did, but they did say <laughs> left the land for us and stuff. But so I was like, oh, okay, I, I guess. Well, they oh, said I they did. I feel, like, I feel like it was pretty clear he did. Yeah, when, I, when I, they I showed his face too. and he had a coin through his head and he was sitting there with one eye open and not God, breathing, that time he was I was so dead. sad because I was so excited. I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get some Keith David in my life. Yes, baby, because I love me some Keith David. You get a little bit of him, you get a little flashback, that, but not much. That first scene is really well portrayed. Yeah. Like yeah. that first yeah. scene, you just get everything. It's so much backstory all at once. You get how it's Keith David's ranch and his, uh, his son, OJ here is uh, competent, but he's a little bit set apart and they don't, you know what I mean? And like all that stuff. And then when stuff starts hitting the dirt, you're like, I have no idea. I'm telling you what, please watch this movie if you haven't yet, because like you can only like only once will you ever be watching this first scene going, what the hell am I seeing? I do right. not know what's happening. Yeah, right. it's a it's what's great. It, also, you know what else he's really good at is credits, opening credits that will not make yeah. sense until the end of the film. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> this, love that. This movie, it's so cool. This movie, I I did love that. This movie gave me several times, especially in the beginning, tremors. 
It gave me the oh, feeling really? of tremors. I'm like, yeah. oh, interesting more combo. Of this. Your comparison. Yeah. I didn't think about yeah. that, but totally, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, it it kind of strayed away from that later on, but it was pretty much it was pretty much that dynamic. You know, things were happening. It was weird. And uh, what I, what I didn't it. expect is they and they did this on purpose. Obviously, this thing's supposed to look like a ship, and we're all and it's the old fifty yeah. styled saucer ship. <laughs> And yeah. so we're all just but like, that oh, wasn't okay. his final form. Yeah, it was never. Well, not only that, but it was never a ship. It's just some kind of organic thing. Organic. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, then it turns into like a weird looking fairy thing. Okay. That, that's shredded hotel. Into, that's uh, when it turns into the she- space <laughs> vagina where, where it's shaking is, is uh, you know what, at you. It's like, <laughs> uh, huh? and it's got you up in that little, you know, in that little hole that, yeah. Anyway. And it was also, it was square. You might call that a box. I'm just saying they they kind of. Right. You know. I'm just saying there was there was things there that maybe they were implied, but that's fine. Or maybe I just see stuff. Maybe maybe I you're just stuff. a pervert. Maybe. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, maybe totally. I feel like the I feel like the movie is is trying to tell us that the entire there's one single creature yeah. from outer space, right. and it's trying to tell us that in steps. We're not like because at first we're like, oh, that is there's a cloud ship and it's got aliens in it. And right. then you 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 know like at the movie slowly gives you better and better looks at it until mm-hmm. you realize oh I've been seeing it's inside a, a of a, a single creature, yeah. and that is like that is re- really brilliant to me because it take it's like the whole last hour of the movie slowly giving you each better and better and better look at this yeah. thing mm-hmm. yeah. until the end the end when. Uh, when uh, the only woman in the world gets a picture of the alien uh, looking up from a, a well camera. This is the funniest. Are those that. things by, as those exist? Could I get a well? I've never, never seen anything like that. If they that. don't, I want one because when she first, How when she photo bombs those people at the, at the beginning at first, I was like, what the crap is that? And I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's just a camera it, it was, look down the well thing. What it. a weird thing. And then it poops out <laughs> of like, yeah. a, like a Polaroid style uh, thing out the side. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's Chekhov camera and yeah. did anybody re- recognize it for that at the time did you no, actually think oh, that camera is going to come back no in i didn't think so i, I no just didn't think about it no. but i just thought well how's that ever going to get used again and then i was and then i just thought well that's a weird thing to have in your movie anyway and then my brain just moved on from it yeah. <laughs> so the fact that it came back again was actually kind of cool but also useless because here's what i would say about that mm-hmm. even the shot it got yeah, doesn't look like anything interesting. It just looks no. Like you can't. A, yeah. You can't take that and say, "Here's proof of aliens." Somebody's saying, "Nope." Here's proof of right. kites. Yeah, here's kite yeah, proof. And did, and did Michael Wincott's camera survive? That he he held held handheld the camera. Then he went in. I doubt uh, it. To the to the. So I don't know. And it, like, did the original film that they were recording from the IMAX hand camera work too? Yeah, I don't think I don't any know. of that shit we works. Also, ask who could it possibly have been any any good? That crank is wobbling the camera, right? <laughs> right. And it's oh, going to yeah. look like yeah. Bigfoot footage, right? It's yeah, gonna, it's going to look yeah. bad yeah. no matter what. So so at right. the end, the mo- the proof is whatever that is in the air is going to land soon. That right. goo is going to. Is it the kind of proof that Oprah would 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 take? You know, well, don't know. Maybe nineties yeah. Oprah, maybe. Here's, but nice. here's some alien meat and uh yeah yeah i mean i guess even if it that the thing that popped it and then it floats to the ground right yeah. one assumes that you know not in this movie obviously but it's scientists that get substance. all of that stuff and they go huh this is weird yeah, yeah. this isn't normal. i was wishing it burst into flames and just burn out in the in the in the atmosphere so there'd be no proof at all that was just that would have been better yeah i would have yeah. liked that i hate movies like that where i know that's know, the reason why i'd want to do you it know, so you know the, the main character like you know uh destroys cars and vehicles and stuff yeah. like that to finally 
get away and end this thing, and there's no proof left over that it yeah. existed. So yeah. I love that. Say, no, it's because there was a, a alien serial killer that I had to get rid of. Okay. In a way, it felt like that was a huge uh, idea in his movie is to say, we're going to try like crazy to make this thing be seen, capitalize right. on it, uh, yeah. prove it, like all this. To the to the degree of like you're using a well that's way too far away and has a big block in front of it and like it's really hard to tell yeah. anything. Like basically, he was saying, kind of kind of saying, "Hey, this is why you can never get proper photos of aliens and UFOs, right? right. Because right. and Bigfoot and Loch Ness monsters, all of it, yeah, things like that." Yeah. Which I really appreciated. If that's what he's saying, I don't know if he is or not. That's why I like his movies because I you get to interpret what you think uh, Jordan yeah. Peele's trying to say to you, and I like that. A lot. Yeah, I love it. I mean, this guy, you see his name and it says produced, written, and directed by. And you're like, man, what a yeah, moment yeah, that yeah. dude's having. Did, did uh, you guys uh, see any of the Twilight Zone that he did? I saw for a few of them. Yeah. Apple TV. Yes. Never did. Uh, yes. They were good. And they didn't all, they were not all, you know, race focused. They did, you know, yeah. was a, a subject in a lot of them, but um, they did, I think, pay a really nice homage to twilight zone except that the the last one took me completely out of the series oh really it, right it breaks it absolutely breaks the fourth wall he's he's directing as the star of the very last episode right. of twilight zone and it really bothered me oh wow interesting i don't think yeah. this one i don't think this movie had nearly I, I, the race focus here i didn't this is like oh, a, no very this is a universal to... this is a universal fears right this well, he, is this yes. anybody's fears and he yeah. said that he, he did he a bunch it. of press last year yeah when this movie came out and he was asked repeatedly uh, so what's the what's the race story here and he's like eh, not really it's like yeah right he said he did say like everything has racial elements and so that this does as experience he has like, to put it in there right yeah, yeah. He, he was like i think there's very little of it in uh, us as well like us yeah. feels like yeah. um that's that's a very small side plot the, the race the, the racial the message thing. of his last two films i think is less about a direct one like the like it was in um get out but yeah. in these two movies again here i am a white guy interpreting this but right i think what i'm seeing is he's making movies with young amazing black actors he's telling okay, stories right. with a black perspective and he's yeah. combining that with other perspectives that that are a little uncomfortable like you you go to the thing to show your training and you're getting ready to film a scene with that lady and all that stuff and you're doing that whole thing. It feels a little like they're they're outnumbered. You know what I mean? And and, yeah, the, oh, and yeah, the, right. the sister has to come in and kind of kind of do the 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 PR and make it make it a little more fun. And then nobody's really listening to what he's saying and the white people are total a holes. Like it's just kind of a <laughs> it's it's got those bits. Yeah, which is a, a common thing for him, but I don't think he wants to be. Well, that's a reflection of his of, of his experience as an American, right? I mean, that's just his experience, and then he's also, but he's also he's uh, uh, you know exploring what it means to be just a human in general. Just yeah. to, and that's yeah. I yeah right. yeah. It was yeah, great. It was really good. I I it's hard for me to find much flaw in any of his movies. This one in particular, right. I really really liked it. I kind of went in thinking I wasn't going to like it as much. Don't know why. Didn't tell anyone. I, I had no idea. Yeah, I don't like it nearly as much as us or Get Out. I feel like the you know I mentioned the completely unnecessary. I guess this this is how you get a motorcycle is how you you have a TMZ paparazzi guy show up. Uh, and also TMZ. felt like the- with a with a very complicated uh, camera. I love that. Right. I love his helmet. His camera. Everything love about yes. that guy. And the fact that it has to be an electric. Uh, everything was so foreign feeling, right? And that yes. just made it even better. I loved it. 
And I also was uh, it disappointed me the whole, you know, uh, uh, the Jupiter's claim audience all getting sucked up completely off screen. And really all you get is the roller coaster screams. Uh, is, I love is, that. Uh, roller co- the roller coaster scheme, screams work. They were very, that actually did add a nice yeah. little element of fear, but he could have easily shown something on screen instead of just I, giving a Steven Yoon rolling around in yeah. a sleeping bag. Well, they showed him getting sucked up. The The part where it was like outside in a really thick, heavy dust, there was a bunch of little bodies yeah. flying up in there. That was a, that was a thing. I I didn't need, from I didn't, a distance, yeah. yeah. Okay. I did need more of uh, the lipless co-star who had, had gotten oh, yeah. man. who had gotten beat. Who wears the t-shirt of how she used to look. And, yeah. 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 That was so creepy to me because it didn't need to be there at all. It was just like this stark reminder of yeah, ah, that time with the monkey and the the ape tearing yeah. everybody I, to pieces. I tried to figure out that. if that was the. Now this movie wants you to, as an audience member, to say nope. You know that that's they want you to do. They want he Jordan yeah. Peele's wanting you to be the type of person who's watching a movie, looking at something, and going nope. Nope. I'd just leave. I there's yeah. just no yeah. way I would interact with this. I can't stop looking, but nope. And so. uh I, it, what's, what's your favorite note moment from here? I think that sh- showing that scene with the lipless lady, that is really high on my list of oh, shit really? that I go, nope. Yeah, I found, I found the, the, the uh, Gordy's Home stuff to be so much scarier than the rest of the film. That that right. scene where, you know, you're just watching... Uh, uh, Will he, won't he? The, right, and then he makes right. eye contact, and that's my point of like, nope. <laughs> nope. Yep. I was, I, yeah. That was really I something. actually, that, there's something in that scene that I can't stop thinking about, which is that's a CGI chimpanzee. Yeah, like right, yeah, it totally is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and as it as it's going to get closer to the camera, uh, you realize, oh man, I'm going to see right through this stuff. So they they lay a veil down yeah. from the yeah. <laughs> from the, there's mm-hmm. a tablecloth between you yeah. and the CGI chimpanzee, and there's just something about that where it's like. I know this is Hollywood trickery and I, it has, it has captured my heart. Yeah. Part of it. You know, I'm glad you said that because that veil did part of it. The other part of it was, is him breathing very heavily into the veil. Yeah. Like it made it visceral and it made me forget that there was no real threat there. Like, Mm -hmm. right. uh, And is that, is, you know, he talks a lot about, uh, symbolically talking about, you know, what we look at on the internet and, you know, and that's kind of what we're doing here. He's kind of looking Mm -hmm. at things through kind of like a veil and it's brilliant. But the other note part for me had to be the uh, when he's out in the horse barn and it's all oh. dark, you know, and, and the, oh, yeah. the, 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 the kids, the, oh, neighbor, the neighbor kids, kids. are popping Jeez. up with the alien shit. Like when shadows start moving, I'm like, that's what I'm really like. Yeah. No, nope. like you see the shape there. And then all of a sudden the shape kind of grows and a weird yeah. little creatures coming outside well, of it. Yeah. You have to ask yourself in that moment. Why isn't OJ running? Like this is something yeah. he would. Why is he? And and you and you slowly realize, oh, he's he really does believe he's in control here. Yeah, you know, like he's getting out his phone to, to yeah. take a picture and stuff, and it's like, okay, so it's it's a different kind of scary. It's right. not mm-hmm. like M Night Shyamalan. You know, this right. is a different right. thing because this character is being portrayed in a certain way in this. And right. like, I actually ask out loud, why is this, why doesn't he seem to be more interested in taking yeah. care of his horses right now? Like there's clearly some, some sort of creature is threatening his horses. Right. <laughs> I just don't. Well, we've yeah. kind of established yeah. that he's, he's kind of in two worlds. He kind yeah. of wants to stay, uh, you know, and, and honor his dad's memory and their family's history and legacy. In other ways, he's like, 
bump this, I'm out, out of here. But then he always comes back to it, right? So that's that's like his struggle, his character struggle and, in this and film. And I kind of, I want to argue with Brian Ibbett here. I think this is one of the best <laughs> films of 2022. I think it's by far the biggest snub for Best Picture at the Oscars. Hmm. Like, I, Interesting. I, like, wow, how was this not one of the first five films that got nominated for Best Picture? I do mm, not know. Right. Mm. But like, yeah. I... So I'm just I'm curious, like from if you're the Oscars voters, uh, Brian, a bit why why are you snubbing this? Um, I don't know. I mean, because I, I I did see a lot of the other the other films. I didn't feel like uh, there were a few in there that I didn't feel like deserved to be up in the uh, the, the ten that were nominated. I can't right. off the top of my mind remember what they were, but <laughs> right, right. Uh, Top Gun Maverick comes to mind. Elvis comes to mind. Oh, Elvis! Right. Elvis should not have been in that in that. Uh, <laughs> I know I know Ibbitt's No, they yeah, should they exactly. should have swapped those two. Put nope in for say nope to Elvis. Nope in, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. I still didn't feel like it was as um I feel like it worked better as a um as kind of a blockbuster that makes fun of blockbusters, but not right. didn't quite have the maybe it didn't take itself the depth serious for enough. me. Yeah, that 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 the other films that I enjoyed you know, more if, had. Right. If it was yeah. a lot shorter and uh, like edited really, really tight, this could mm-hmm. have been something you'd call a grindhouse movie. Right. You know, like, yeah. but like a really high, quite quality one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You could, you could see no, that. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't, I definitely didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed us and especially get out. I mean, I'd say I'd actually just go right down the list of a B and, and we're so, C we're, plus for, this, this uh, is where, for those three yeah, movies. Yeah. This is where some yeah. me and some of my other film sack co-hosts kind of different. Like, uh, if it goes, I didn't enjoy, whereas I would probably go, I would go, I probably enjoyed this one the most, but I recognize that the other films may be better. Mm. They oh, may be more saying. technically Mm. better films but i, I, get, like I can I, see that i enjoyed this more you know what fair enough i think get out is like a forever classic that will be talked about for decades like right. get out is a special kind of movie whereas this feels like oh sweet that director made something fun and, and crazy and really enjoyable <laughs> right. but it's not gonna be the impact right it's not gonna be that like that that definitely yeah that yeah. definitely i think uh, i agree with that yeah. yet. I, totally I was i certainly that. was more gripped by the suspense of of get out and uh, and us um, right. then, and then just, here, I, but, so, so here's yeah. our moment if you are listening to this episode of film sack and the current year is 2033 or later yeah. please <laughs> okay. uh, let us know write us write us and remind us that we were trying to figure out how these films are going to age yeah we'd like that. how did they we, age we would like i'd be very curious of that and find out yeah if i had to guess sure. i think get out will age the best i think this right. one might be the this best this might age better of. than us yeah. yeah, it might be thought of better, which is an mm-hmm. age thing, I suppose. And maybe more accessible, too, right? I just don't know what he's yeah. doing next. I was trying to find out if there's any rumor about what Jordan Peele's up to. He's doing, I yep. I can't find <laughs> Get out. Us? Nope. Us? Yep. <laughs> yep. I couldn't find anything. There's not even rumors or anything. It's just blank. The next one should be called No, You. No, no. You. <laughs> exactly. It was kind of interesting to call it Nope when he had all those other titles to call it that kept well, coming up. Well, he didn't get to call it Don't Look Up. Yeah, was that was that an original thought, original idea for a, a, a title, or was that just? I don't know because there was already a movie called "Don't Look Up" in twenty twenty one. I have no idea. I just know watching this movie the first time, I'm like, wow, so much yeah. for "Don't Look Up." Like, yeah. that's well, just, I'm I am so glad he didn't because I feel like Nope was just such a perfect. It's a better his, title. Yeah. It, yeah, it really drives audience engagement because I didn't realize how many times 
I, in a movie like this, I do say nope, just out of well, the characters did too. There were lots of nopes. I recorded all of yeah. them. In yeah. fact, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I was gonna make a whole like uh, uh, medley Jump cut. Yeah, yeah, medley of nopes, but um, instead we'll <laughs> we'll hear them in the order that they came. Is what we'll do today. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what grossed me out the most? Let's see if you guys can figure it out. Gross. What grossed me out? And there's a lot mm. to be grossed out by, but it's there, you know a lot of practical effects and stuff. So you're gonna have to think about this one. I think. How do you feel about fist bumping a chimp who's covered <laughs> in blood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. pretty rough. All right, you're you're in the zone. I mean, uh, this right. is this isn't really fair because it's not an exact thing. To me, it's a thought. It's an idea of a, just a enraged chimpanzee sound? killing everybody. Yeah, just the sound just that imagine. that uh, chimpanzee makes when he's uh, taking out the woman whose feet you only to, see. I mean, a young jupe. Just imagine what the smell was like in that moment. Like, death and poop. Ugh. Yeah, death and, and poop. And, to- and torn lips. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, how come the dad hung around? I got a little confused about this. So I was confused. Did he run upstate? I'm assuming that since it's just a prop house. He yeah, he should have stayed upstairs. up there. Don't leave. Right. And, yeah. But, you know, this chimpanzee monkey ape could definitely uh, <laughs> climb it, right? Yeah, but I he didn't see, know. He, he just wanted to see if he could, he could you know, being one of the actors who worked with him right. a lot, you know, could have uh, calmed him down maybe. Huge but, mistake. Uh, like when he ran yeah. out there and then that rate, that ape ran around the side. That yeah. scares the that kind of shit scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Man, freaking oh, angry yeah. apes because you always hear, oh, they're so sweet, little bonobo with his freaking, uh, you know, banana, and oh, aren't these cute? And they're doing hand signals and stuff. You get one of those things worked up, and you always hear, oh, they're like twenty strong men's worth of strength or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Get the yeah. f out. Ugh. And I don't ever see SNL doing a uh, skit making fun of a, a a moment where a bunch of kids died or where people right. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're not gonna do it. That was the. Man. I mean, that was a that was a fun little add-on in this yeah, movie as you're sure. going along, because it's like so. As Jordan Peele has said repeatedly, the movie is about spectacle, and it's about how yeah. we treat spectacle and how we are sort of ruled by spectacle in a way. Right. And uh, for these actors, uh, I'm sorry, these yeah, well, like Jupe is a former actor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the rest of the cast are like people who are they they're adjacent to Hollywood, right? Like horse, Mm -hmm. horse trainer and so on. Uh, the sister wants to be, uh, you know, like she clearly wants to be an actor, like for them to all have all of these memories of like an episode of Saturday night live or like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, there's something about it that makes it feel real. It really right like yeah. me, which is which is weird because I'm talking about fake stuff, right? You know? Right, and it's clever, and it's clever to do the the Chris Kattan mention because he did the whole Mister Peepers <laughs> thing, which some people yeah. might Mandela effect into. Right. Wait yeah. a minute, was there really a Gordy's? And I because I remember Chris Kattan playing a monkey, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my favorite Mister Peepers is when Paw Peepers comes out, and that's the one that's the clip I sent you guys where The Rock comes in and does his his dad. Oh, if you've never seen Mister Peepers, normally we're talking about SNL skit Jeez. with Chris Kattan. Uh, where he like he's walking around like some kind of ape boy and he's like eating apples and spitting them out at uh, Will Ferrell and different uh, I mean what makes those skits work for me is Will Ferrell's straight man uh, yeah straight man professor trying to keep yeah Yeah. It's so Chris Kattan was uh, was great as far as the physical comedy. One of the best, you know, yeah. SNL physical comedy <laughs> comedians. He's one of and those I want like. You to know, uh, if you haven't, yeah, if you haven't ahead. seen it, last season, uh, last year's, late last year's episode, uh, starring Kiki Palmer and uh, SZA was the musical guest. Nice. Was probably the best of the year. Really? Probably yeah. the best episode <clears throat> this year. She's wickedly talented. I did not okay. know a thing about her before this movie, and I just was oh, the whole time good, going, man, man her, she's yeah. so good. Her passion. 
just yeah. amazing. Her passion is just amazing. She just got energy to spare, and she yeah. pulls it all off somehow. And she, when she and was scared, against, I believed it. When she wasn't scared, I wasn't. You know, I didn't. Yeah. I believed it. It was just she's amazing. Really good. I, I wasn't. Was I? Was I supposed to laugh as much as I did? When she when she finally delivered on why his name was OJ and she says run OJ run was I was I supposed to laugh at at the idea <laughs> of of that or is I think you were was it, why I reading too much into it no I think you were supposed to laugh at that sure okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. why not but again it didn't ever it didn't ever cross a line like that's just this character's name that's it it's his right. name yeah like it you know what I mean it doesn't like there's not a bigger message there right yeah. right. He's Good. not even happy about it, but what's he going to do? That's the face that Daniel Kaluuya has on his face. And Scott, have we have we talked about the animated series called Human Resources? Uh, we I've seen a bunch of it. They canceled it yeah, way too okay. soon. That shows Brad. It was the spinoff of Big Mouth, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, no. Oh wait. Oh, I'm thinking of something Steven, else. Is Steven you're, you're right. voices in that work too? He does. No, Kiki Palmer work. is. Kiki Palmer, Palmer right, does right, voice right. work. Okay. Human Resources. Sorry, that one's not canceled. It's the, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that, is, that is the, that is the spinoff from yeah. from Big Mouth, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she who's she playing? We know the character that she her, plays. her character's named Rochelle. Uh, I don't know who that is. They're all they're all monsters. Um, they're all monsters. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all like Literally. puberty monsters, basically. Yeah. Um, now she, whatever she does next, I'm in. She blew yeah. my mind. I thought she was amazing. Yeah. And I think uh, the, if I would have any criticism for this movie, they did critically underuse Barbie Ferreira, who's always good and everything. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> if they could have found just a way to keep me Keith David just a little bit longer. And I'm assuming yeah. I couldn't quite tell. I need to go back and watch it again. I'm assuming that when he got that uh, nickel back in through his through his eye and everything, he uh, <laughs> yeah. he was trying to uh, he, they they were trying to make sure that he was stayed conscious by na- by naming the horses. Is that what he was doing? I believe. Yeah, I he was like totally they, talking him through. Yeah, I like how they that. chaptered up the movie too with the horses' names. That yeah, was, yeah, that was cool. And I meant to go back and see how each of those tied into the actual horses and their backstories. They told a lot of the horses' backstories as well. Lucky was and, lucky. Lucky as hell. Yeah, lucky yeah. was lucky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that and was Scott, yeah. Uh, truest name. We're not, we're not entirely... Ghost ghost. Yeah. We're not entirely sure what Kiki Palmer's doing next because we thought it was going to be a movie called Being Mortal, which is being made by mm-hmm. Aziz Ansari. Mm-hmm. And Being Mortal is the movie that you heard about uh, got shut down because someone had a sexual assault complaint toward Bill Murray of oh, all people. That's the yeah. movie. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. Oh, that's right. So and we that's, and we that's only that's went we like right. How many did we? How many did we? So usually, isn't that our modern uh, uh, point system now? It's like if 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 there's one complaint, we all go. Hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's two. If we all if there's two, we kind of go maybe. I and think, if there's three well, or more, you go oh, okay. You big turd. <laughs> I think that there's more too. Like if we if we can kind of say, oh yeah, I kind of suspected that guy. Then we'll we'll agree right, on the right. very first. <laughs> the very first was like yeah. Bill Murray uh, is yeah. always a sarcastic, over the top asshole. But you know, you, well, we you kind of love him. Yeah, we, we so. have not gotten anything except that production was shut down on that thing. Right. That's all we know. Bill so, Murray's seventy-two. Uh, yeah, all like these weird. all these people who were kind of jerks when they were younger, like that we and we and they slowly either morphed into complete jerk. Like we we all hear how hard Chevy Chase is to work with. Yeah, and you know it's like I felt like Chevy Chase and Bill Murray kind of had like similar dispositions earlier well, in they, their careers. They and I'm each like, other. Did, they hate like, yeah, I don't give a crap kind of yeah, yeah yeah so did did bill murray he seemed to be tracking 
on the kinder side, but you know, once you get to be 70, you know, I don't know how I'm going to be when I be 70. Look, Brian, if you're 70 and you start grabbing people's boobs on a film film set, uh, we'll let you know. Yeah. It's still wrong. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. It's still wrong. It's just like, how disconnected are you once you get to be 70 from the rest of reality and stuff, you know, it's like, yeah, well, I don't don't know. know. I mean, I I think he's, as far as I know, has got all his faculties. If he did this, how many nickels to the head did he take over the years? I don't (laughs) Nobody wants you know, to not, go. Not nope. excusing any behavior. Nope. Nobody wants to it. hear that Bill Murray does some right. dark shit. But if he did, no, then no. I'm never making excuses off. for these kind of people. If that's your thinking, I'm just trying to think: How can I avoid being that? Is it something that happens with de- de- decaying faculties, or is it something that I can control? Like I'm not an a hole yeah. on the it's inside. Usually, it's that's, usually power dynamics, is my experience. Right. That's the concern. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you're if you're in a position <laughs> of power, whatever position that is. And you right. behave poorly. It's usually because of that, because you thought you were safe. Everybody yeah, loves you. Like if it's Bill Murray did whatever he did, you got a right. life of everybody going, ah, oh, Bill Murray, he's great. Isn't he one of us? Oh, he's so great. Right. And, this and, this. and well, what does that do? That, 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 that gives you a buffer. Right. And uh-huh. with great power comes great responsibility and all that. <laughs> right. You yeah. know? I often question also, it's like, how many times do I have to hear Tom Hanks is bad before I'll flip on him? That's going to be a long time. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's the other thing. He's got a right? lot of goodwill. He's got it's, a lot of goodwill in my heart. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's less about how many... Just as a general rule, oh, two yeah. two strikes and they're out. Right. It's oh, like, oh, nope, oh. Tom Hanks has earned several credits, <laughs> and he's let's see if he runs out of them at some point. Yeah. Also, nothing I've heard on that has been anything more than right. Just oh, just, I've never heard anything. Oh, there's all kinds of look. Stuff it doesn't right matter yeah. how good you are in this life; someone always suspects sure. you're a dick. So I mean, yeah, yeah. Can I, it's, I, wanna, it's tough. I really want to tell you about one more upcoming project. Yes, please uh, get back to remember the, topic. the remember the the direct, writer director David O Russell uh, yeah. Th- oh, yeah, Three yeah. Kings Silver Linings Playbook American Hustle Yep yep uh, I Heart Huckabee's David O Russell oh. is working on a film called Super Toys It's set Ooh. in the 70s and oh. it's about these two toy sales reps who are married great. and the woman is Kiki Palmer and the husband is played by Sasha Baron Cohen yeah. Oh wow that sounds good I'm down with this Bring it Bring it I'm yeah, down with that. That sounds job, great. Huh. Um, all right. Let's take a look at some of this trivia here. Uh, according to Jordan Peele, Kiki Palmer's introductory scene in which uh, the character Emerald, who she plays, uh, delivers her energetic and fast-talking monologue about her family's history, uh, took 14 takes to shoot. Oh, and doubt it. That he claims tough. that all of them were wildly different. And uh, <laughs> they, it sounds like they may have edited two or three together. It wasn't because she was screwing it up. It was like no, it's, right, it's, right. it is a complex, high energy, and that's hard to do when you're doing high energy, think, right? It yeah. makes me think that there is some that are even more high energy than yeah. than the one that they used, right? Like, hey, do you all remember the guy Edward Muybridge and he invented the yeah. film and blah blah blah? Yeah, <laughs> the take they took, the one they used was pretty darn good. I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Peele cites King Kong from 1933, Jurassic Park, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Signs, and Wizards of Oz or Wizards of Oz as influences for this film. I got a I got a very big Signs vibe. Uh, so that, oh yeah, that, very that big time, big time Signs. Yeah. yeah, Signs is still yeah. one of my favorite Shyamalan. Oh yeah, you know? that's not necessarily. And once again, that's one of those. It's like, is it objectively the best of Shyamalan? Probably not. But is it the most enjoyable for me? 
agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, for right. me. Well, I, still, and, and I, still put, uh, I still put Unbreakable at the top of both of those lists. Oh, yeah. Unbreakable is yeah. better. Unbreakable is my un- favorite. Unbreakable thing. is below Signs and The Village. And that's just mm. like that just like shows you when a filmmaker does sort of kind of the same thing. Not there again. Jordan Peele is not doing the same thing every movie, but yeah. you know it's it's their work. You know, right? Yeah. Uh, well, like audiences can really take away different, uh, you know, different feelings from it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know this. One of the lead roles was offered to Jesse Plemons. It was most likely oh. Jupiter Angel, uh, but he turned it yeah. down due to scheduling conflicts with Killers of the Flower Moon movie he was making. That would have been oh, good yeah. though. Never that would have been heard good. Of- Good spot in there. I could yep. see him more as Jupe as kind of like the the child star turned shyster or, or you know, oh, I could a, see that. A, yeah. yeah. I could see him. I could shyster, you could write him either one. Yeah, Steven Yoon did really good though. I, I really liked his he was really good also at being he was really good. Yeah. At, at at doing the thing that we're looking you could almost have named this movie Don't Look Away. Because I mean that's what they did a lot. There was a lot mm. of longing shots and just, you know, before acting and, and so and uh Scott, I just want you to know that Killers of the Flower Moon is this very soon upcoming Martin Scorsese movie yeah. that also stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. Yeah. So you don't wow. turn that down. Yeah, no, you don't turn <laughs> that down. Scorsese's greatest hits. Look at that. Yeah. yeah, this actually got an incredible cast, and it's also supposed to be four hours long. It'll be his longest film of his career. Oh, jeez. Which I don't know how God. I feel about that, but I love I love Scorsese, so I'm not gonna not watch it. I'm gonna watch it. But I might right. have to. I might have to do it yeah. in two nights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I split Irishman up into two nights, and uh, this will. That was the right free. thing to do. It's the thing that Brendan Fraser was referring to about when he said, "You know, like I'm, I, I'm so happy to sort of be back, and I got a really great things upcoming." He's in this movie. Yeah, cool. Um, there's someone else like really famous in the movie. I'm forgetting who it is. Yeah, there's a bunch of um, big names. They all look. Uh, I can't wait uh, John Lithgow. John Lithgow is in this oh, <laughs> Scorsese wow. film, which I just, I can't wait. Oh yes, my gosh. Brilliant. I watched a documentary that was nothing to do with John Lithgow, but the guy from the FBI that's in this documentary that kept doing commentary, if I was looking away, you'd swear it was John Lithgow talking and it drove me crazy. <laughs> I couldn't focus on the point of the documentary because it was like listening to, you know, Third Rock from the Sun to talk to me every five right. minutes. <laughs> right. That's funny. So weird. Oh, man. I can't uh, stop thinking, yeah. by the way, about you telling us earlier that Kiki Palmer did that high energy improv moment of describing uh, her family's history because I'm going through the scene in my head and there's a part where she's talking about it and she says, my great, great grandpa and Daniel Kalua, uh breaks in and says, yeah. great. And oh, my God, I, I feel like if she had been saying great, great, great. And then she missed it, and he interjected with that. How would you not yeah. laugh? <laughs> no kidding. During yeah. that, during that scene, if that wasn't, uh, it's hard to say. It actually built the characters better, though. By keep, yeah. even if it was that, it was good to keep it in because it, it established him as kind of this grounded, uh, yeah. no nonsense. He's, I don't want this bullshit. Yeah. You know, he just wants to right. get, get the job done. Where she's like, let's let's really sell this. Let's really go crazy yeah. here and and. What a fun relationship! I really, really like that about yeah. it. And there's and there's a bunch of people on that set too, and they're all kind of reacting in the moment, yeah. and it just it felt so realistic. And I know it's very highly stylized and so on, but like uh, like Eddie Jemison is in there. I love that guy, mm, and it's right. just like all they're all they're doing is standing around and reacting. And it just like it really sold it for me. This yeah. mm-hmm. that this is a you know that this is kind of a a serious story about this character OJ. Yeah, it's funny that her relationship with her dad they didn't really get into it too much, but her relationship with him was a little bit strained. 
Right. And ironically, they're the they were easily the most like each other. Like right. her, That's his, usually what his, happens. Yeah. yeah. Keith right. David's whiz bang. Hey, we're, we got this awesome horse place and he's always selling. Yeah. And then she yeah. comes in. She's very similar, but. That's true. A lot of times, parents right. and kids that are similar, they, they bonk heads Yeah, um, the closer they are to each other. Do they this, mention anything about the mom? Uh, no. I was trying to remember. You see a photograph okay. on the wall, I think, and that's about yeah. it, right? Yeah, okay. something from the 70s. Yeah, well, not important to the story, but I was just curious. I just thought maybe I missed it. Mm-hmm. She would look at it occasionally, and it felt yeah. like that was meaningful for her to do right. that. But other mm-hmm. than that, they didn't really get into it. But it was, I like that. It was subtlety. above the magical record player that uh, <laughs> still plays, even though there shouldn't be any power to the speakers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, it was wild. So J- Jordan Peele has said that his favorite horror director of all time is um, John Carpenter. Yeah. Fair, who, fair enough. Right? You can see a lot of his influence right. in this. And um, that's great because Keith David was in The Thing and They Live. And that might that must have been a really cool thing for him to have like this mm-hmm. old carpenter regular and uh, you know plus yeah. this freaking yeah. Keith David man, I mean that guy yeah. Keith David oh God I just I, just, I at- always hate to see him, I hate to see him die. It was a phenomenal death scene. Yeah, I yeah. loved it. Him riding kind of like you know taking off on that horse very slowly and just falling off. That was just so when they explained it, it happen, when the still. authorities explain explained it away as uh, the news or whatever as as bits falling from an airplane. Yeah, mm-hmm. like people's the- luggage or something did. Did that, that wouldn't have been enough for me. It would have been like, wait a minute, there are keys embedded in things. There are. Right. I, w- I would have been more only, questioning about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, that's how it is, right? I but I, I, if I looked I did, up and I, did I got enjoy a it. coin in my eye and went all the way into my brain, I would want answers. Right. I would want more. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when was I that plane? Answers. When was that plane overhead? Who was, what was the plane? What was the itinerary? Who's, what airline? Was? Like, I'd want to know a lot more. Yeah. I feel like somebody's driver's license should have should have gotten shot out by the alien too. <laughs> right? Lots of driver's licenses. <laughs> Lots of driver's I'm, licenses. I'm assuming yeah. he just could, the alien just couldn't eat metal. Digest that metal. Was, yeah. Yeah. That was only the metal that seemed Paper to Paper and down. cards and stuff like that were okay. Right. Yeah. And not and no, not no wheelchairs any, and yeah. right. And not just at terminal velocity. This stuff was coming oh, out at like he had the, like at the alien shits. I mean, bullet, it was yeah, it bullet. was alien shits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do we see the? Uh, I, I know we saw the, uh, the wheelchair. Do we see the icy machine or did the icy machine not get sucked? I up? I oh. don't recall. It was seeing still it, there when they came back and was walking. Okay, okay. Yeah. it was still there. Right. But I noticed it too because I was like, "What the hell is cactus flavor?" I need to know. Right. <laughs> I need. I want some now. Right. Yeah. It tastes like green. They had two of them. They had one called one was like a space one, like Skyberry, I think. Oh yeah. The two of them were cactus, and one was just like I don't know, strawberry or something boring. <laughs> but uh, I, I hate when I notice stuff like that. Uh, speaking of all those people that got sucked in there, here's your total body count for the film: forty three uh-huh. humans, at least. Okay. There may have been more. Uh-huh. Uh, Twelve horses, two on screen, ten implied, and a monkey. <laughs> the dead <Right>. body count, <laughs> or an ape, I guess. I keep saying monkey. Did, did we ever? Yeah. Now I'm trying to recall. Oh, God, now I'm starting to forget stuff. Just see, I'm going to be in trouble when I get to be 70. I can't even remember if Scott told us what grossed him out the most. Oh, no, you're going to grab my boobs. Yes, I did already, but that's okay. The sound of of the chimpanzee. uh, Oh, I thought you were saying that. Okay, but that was okay. And and then Scott agreed. Okay, because I was looking through my notes, and the thing that I had predicted was the horse poop with the note in it, and he picked it up. Okay. Oh, right. I just forgot it. The invitation to come to the family show. No, that was was two or three in the list, but the the problem there was he's he's an old ranch hand he gets it he's wearing gloves right like that's fine and horse right. poo is what it's just like barely, it's so dry it's hay barely poo. yeah it's barely poo 
This you is know? barely poo. It's you ever really smell not. it though? It don't just it's yeah, and it, it breaks up like poo. Yeah. Uh, this is our second movie in a row, by the way, with somebody yelling, "It's in the cloud." As we get, right? uh, yeah, we get uh, yeah. Uh, Creed yelling, you know, telling Sylvester yeah. Stallone that uh, even if he breaks his phone, it's still in the cloud. And we get Kiki Palmer yelling, "It's in the cloud." You know what's crazy is that cloud not moving when the windy day happened. Yeah, yeah, that's genuinely freaky as hell. That was freaky, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. just the idea of seeing that. They portrayed that really well. When that thing was barely worming through clouds and we didn't know what it was yet, that's super effective. Oh, you know what we haven't talked about, too, is the the special filming that they did for this, Hmm. um, that the night scenes were actually shot during the day with a special... Uh, treatment to the film to make it look like night. Mm, it's like they didn't. Yeah, yeah. They did that in Fury Road. Same they did deal. A good, they did a good job though. It, they did. It was, yeah. Well, yeah. it looked good. Sometimes they don't do. But this time was good. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think they. I think. I mean, I liked it in Fury Road, but the problem with Fury Road's night scenes were, if you thought about it a little too hard, you could tell that every time Mad Max would look in the sky or Furiosa or somebody, they were squinting. And you're like, right. why are they squinting in the night? <laughs> like, what is that about? <laughs> and you're movie, like, oh, they filmed movie, it during the day. This movie also had one of my favorite uh, deadpan readings of a song lyric. Oh. And it's like, <laughs> I love that shit. Like, I mean, watch Dante's Peak. It's like, row, row, row. That kind of stuff. Yeah, oh, they yeah. did the purple, flying purple people leader. Mm-hmm. Oh, having Wincott read that slow and dry. Loved it. Well, and uh, that's yeah. that's along the way to his certain death. You know right. that Antlers Holst is going to die, and you know that because every time you see him before that, he's sitting at home watching these yeah. terrible clips of like animals. animals. To the death. Yeah, yeah, animals like other animals. Yeah, and you just know, oh, he's he's going to end up getting eaten. Yeah, <laughs> he, this no is doubt. like it's like his wet dream to 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 you know to fight. <laughs> The monster is he? Is he going to be the aggressor or the, you know the victim? This right. It was interesting. I really didn't know where they were going with his character because when yeah. he was looking at footage of like animals dying and eating each other and all that, I just thought, I don't know. I can't stop coughing. This, this is the worst I documentaries I ever. Right? Yeah. I why wish we had done the watch? circle of life lyrics instead of the uh, purple people. That would have been maybe better. <laughs> what was the? Been. I recorded it, but I can't remember what the song was that got all slow and weird when the uh, thing was shitting all over the house. Sun, sunglasses at night. By sunglasses oh, yeah. at night, dude. I've never. That song took on the most sinister quality. I'm never yeah. going to hear it the same again, ever. Yeah. Again, that's not how that works either. If there's not enough power to make the tape play full speed, is there enough power to make the speakers work? And the was he using a tape? Did those vans even have tapes? That was also another oh, thing. Oh, that's too. really Te- a good point. Yeah, the technology would have to be a cassette for that to right. Like the that. phones so did the question- it too. So the cell phones cut out in the same exact right. way. Everything cut out in that like, which they I like it as an effect, but it doesn't feel very realistic unless it's they, some they alien it- thing. Right, maybe right. They, they did it. They did it. Uh, he, he Peel seems to have said, "Okay, I, I want this to be timeless." So he went with technology that was already established, and you know, has has is still around in different places, like the vinyl. The vinyl record tape. worked. Yeah, worked well. Yeah. You know, yeah. what was another yeah. really great touch. Uh, speaking of technology, is that Daniel Kaluuya is using a freaking razor or some shit. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what that's <laughs> everyone what else is it. using modern cell phone, smartphones. He's using some yeah. old ass razor because he's just like, I ain't need no new shit. I'm going to do well, I, I mean, that's, love that that's what I find it typically around here as well. A lot of, a lot of guys that I know around here, that are you know, work kind of like a lot of manual labor. It's like, ah, if I break one more darn phone, whereas those stupid, you know, old school flip phone types and stuff, those things are indestructible. 
And, yeah, uh, that's yeah, they take a beating, dude. Deal. I don't think they. What? I mean, turning him sideways and trying to get video out of him, bad, bad call. Yeah, that but. would be pointless. And yeah. there's a certain kind of person who not only doesn't need TikTok in their life, but they're like shun it actively. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, he's right. one. He's one. No, he's a troglodyte in that way. It's like no, not right. troglodyte. What's the word? Luddite. Luddite. <laughs> troglodyte is not troglodyte. Like I a prefer caveman. troglodyte. Well, if you I just like take it. trog off it, you get luddite. Right. <laughs> I don't know why I said troglodyte. Watch, we should watch trog. trog. A trog. Yeah. Is trog a movie? <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> it sounds like a movie, doesn't it's the, it? Uh, it's, it's, it's the Troma yeah. version of Tron. Oh, man. <laughs> Just a bunch of cavemen running around. No, it's it's a movie. Of course it's a movie. Uh, it's an old 70s movie that I've I've probably seen more times than you guys. Wow. And I, it's actually called Trog. It's called Trog, yeah. If you've seen I, it, it once. Been, was it a mystery science theater movie where it first got turned? I can't remember. If you've seen oh, it once, Joan you've Crawford seen it more movie. than the rest of us because I've never. Oh, yeah, heard Joan Crawford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was her last film. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, another last film curse. Yeah. Oh well, she'll join Raul Julia for some tea when she gets to heaven. That's right. Are they already? You were in what? Trog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Street Fighter was bad. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, I want to talk to you about Mave, our brand new sponsor friends, Mave. And um, the reason I'm so excited about this one is Mave has made something I've never seen my dog get so excited about anything like this before in her life. Uh, Ripley, in particular, uh, we gave her a big fresh bowl of Mave dog food, and she lost her mind in a good way. I don't think she's ever eaten that well. I mean, did you know that a dog eating kibble every day is like a human consuming a diet of like 100% processed foods? No offense to anyone who's doing that, but no matter your species, right? Fillers, additives, synthetics, they're not optimal for your nutrition. So that's where Mave Raw Food for Dogs comes in. Formulated by a PhD, veterinary nutritionist with real human-grade ingredients, by the way. You can, you can name these things by looking at them. You look at it and go, well, that's a blueberry. I know a blueberry when I see it. Plus, it's bite-sized and ready for your dog to eat right out of the bag. No mess, no prep. Just open, pour, and enjoy. And boy, howdy, did she enjoy it. I'm not sure what she expected. Obviously, you can't really communicate this stuff to your dog before you get it. But I poured it into the bowl. We did the uh, we did it frozen, which you can do. And she just, she now looks at us with a different eye. I think she might love us again. <laughs> But, uh, you know, if you could talk to your dog, don't you wish you could? Maybe you'd ask them how their day was. Tell them you love them, that sort of thing. Well, if you really love them, then give them to Mave Dog Food. And they'll feel the communication through that. Longevity, whole body health, happy, happy dogs. I love my dogs, and I love how they went straight to this. They're kind of picky eaters, too, by the way. Kind of on and off. It's like, eh, do I want this today? Kind of no. Maybe we need to switch it up. That was a bit of a problem. What I like best about Mave is it just seemed like, bam, they were in. They're all in. And you can tell what you're feeding them is good just by looking at it. Everybody with a dog should try Mave. Those are just a few of the reasons that, that Ripley and Rainer and I love Mave. And you can get $40 off your first order at meetmave.com. That's M-E-E-T-M-A-E-V.com slash filmsack. Get in there. Get that done. They support benefits you can smell, feel, and see. Most dogs, parents see results within 28 days or less. I'm already seeing results. Uh, there's no mess, no prep, no thawing. Just open, pour, and serve. It's that easy. 
People love Maeve. They have over a thousand five-star reviews. So do their dogs, especially those with notorious picky eaters. All right, so get in there, get this done. Make the switch to Raw today, right now. Once again, Maeve is offering $40 off your first order at meetmave.com slash filmsack. Go to meetmave.com slash filmsack. That's M-E-E-T-M-A-E-V. All right, meetmave.com slash filmsack to receive $40 off your first order. Once again, that is meetmave.com slash filmsack. I love it when the weather starts to warm up. That's happening here, even in the Rocky Mountains. It actually happens. Getting out in the yard, digging in my garden. It's one of my favorite parts of spring. The Sunday lawn care makes it easy. Well, easier than ever to enjoy. And if you're like me and you love the springtime, you don't want to figure out how to take care of your own yard, though. I'm terrible at that stuff. Terrible at it. You know? Do you know where to start? You're like in the store, the the local place going, I don't know what to put on my lawn. Well, that's where lawn care comes in from Sunday. Oh, man. So here's the deal. Just yesterday, we decided to go out and do our uh, Sunday lawn care treatment because we finally got the weather we want. And it was so easy. It just showed up in the format we needed it. It's a bag. You open it up, this particular treatment. You stick it on the end of our hose. Comes with an attachment. So you don't have to do anything. You just go outside and spray and it's not like you're spraying a bunch of weird toxic fumes all over the neighborhood made from who knows what chemicals. Natural ingredients. All right. And I can take that one thing off my to-do list. I don't have to worry about that anymore. Oh, man. Sunday is everything you need to get the lawn you've always dreamed of. This spring, go to sunday.com slash filmsack20 and enter your address to get a customized plan created just for your lawn. I just love the ease of use. Kim and I had a fun time hanging out there together. I did some raking. She did the spraying. Uh, we both commented how nice it was not to worry about our shoes getting covered with something we don't trust. And tracking it in the house or having the dogs get a hold of it or something like that. Anyway, so easy. We've done weed control. We've done seed control. We've done pest control. All of those uh, processes were super simple and easy. And it's made us much more serious about our lawn care because we don't have to worry about this bit. It just happens, and we're looking forward to our very green lawn. It happened last year with Sunday. It's going to happen again this year. No trips to the store hauling heavy bags since they ship straight to your home. And you're just a hose away from applying Sunday to your lawn. You can fertilize your whole lawn in less time than it takes to watch an episode of your favorite TV show. Truth. And they only use ingredients you can feel good about. No harsh chemicals. No long waiting periods. We're trying to keep your kids and pets off the lawn. Simply apply, let it dry, and you're back to enjoying your yard. Sunday is easy, and it's affordable. Some lawn care services cost more than $1,500 a year. But Sunday's full season plans start at just $109. Jeez, why wouldn't you do this? Sunday's offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $109. And you can get 20% off when you visit GetSunday.com slash FilmSack. That's GetSunday.com slash FilmSack today. Do you guys want to do some clips or do you have anything else you'd like to add to this before we do? Nope. I covered all my notes. Nope. nope. <laughs> I get it. I get what you did. All right. Well, let's get to it. Uh, here is some clips from the film. Let's start with this one. It's the first use of the title of the film. Nope. All right. She was the first one. <laughs> There's more. So stick around. Uh, Stephen Yoon says things. So same deal. Yeah. 11.5. Same deal. Yeah. I do that a lot. I put yeah at the end right. of the questions. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I do that. Yeah. Here's, Find uh, your horses to feed them to 
uh, space sphincter. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's get it's it. a Let's lot of money to just throw away on a show. Like how much are the people paying to get into that show that justifies <clears throat> the cost of the horse you're sacrificing? Right. Yeah. Now, here's something that always freaks me out. There's something about far off uh, echoing amplified voices oh, in the sure. desert. I can't explain it, but it's when he was just listening to Stephen Yoon's thing from a distance, and here's what it sounded like. What if I told you? Told me you're different. See, every time. The last six months. Something about that, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's and it's ampl- like uh, I don't want to say amplified, but it's it's heightened by the glowing lights that are all in pairs, so they all look right. like eyes staring back at at uh, OJ. Yeah. That's that's that close encounters uh, bullshit right there. That's that's the stuff that's yeah. that's yeah. leaking in from that, right? Yeah, it's I like so that good. a lot. Uh, yeah. Here's some brother sister chatter. Well, read it. You read it. Dyslexic ass. You read it, dyslexic <laughs> ass. She is a feisty, feisty one for sure. Uh, fries, I wrote. Fries was always like this for me, and I mean it when I say that. When I would go in there, this is what it, this is what it felt like. Thank you for shopping at Fries. Did you guys find everything you're looking for today? Yes. <laughs> it's just that feeling. Yes, because she knows it. She knows it's coming. If you ever been to Fries or back, you yeah, you know it's coming. Oh yeah, you're they're, about they're to get upsells. Upsells. Yeah, you want to buy that? You want to add this? You want to sign up for this? Ugh. Game I spot love how he's like berates them. I mean, that was that is such an experience at Fry's. It's like, yeah. Well, you won't be able to. <laughs> uh, here's a here's a tech support person. No, no. I wrote here. Would you like one of our tech support personnel to help you with the installation? No, 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 no. There you go. I like that. Awesome. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, the Fry's guy explains aliens. I really liked him. They're f-ing world killers, planetary destroyers, and that means that they've been f-ing watching us. And studying us, waiting for the perfect time to beam us up and shove metal probes up our f-ing asses. Cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. I really... See, again, like, I don't always like the group of survivors that's together at the end. Yeah. They, they, yeah. I don't always like the interactions or their, or whatever puzzle piece they are in the big picture. But I thought everybody in this fits so nicely yeah. and shouldn't have but kind of did wincott's mm-hmm. character did he did the brother sister thing really worked for me like i don't know that that to me is the strength of the movie yeah. everything else I, you I, I, you know. I mean it really it it was really important because the, there was a there was a moment in time in the film where they're they're you know they they're outside they're they're exited the 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 area and so they've got to muster the the courage or whatever they need to get back into the fight and they explored that for a little bit, and I yeah. thought that was fun. That's yeah. pretty good. Here's a nope number two. Nope. All right. <laughs> nope number two. Oh, look, we already have nope number three. Nope. That was him again. Um, <laughs> we got, oh, uh, what's this? Oh, <laughs> he gets scared by uh, Barbie, what's her name? And uh, it goes like this. Thanks. Shit. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a good with scare. The Cheetos. Yeah. With the Cheetos. With the hot Cheetos. Uh, what's this? Oh, who this? <laughs> oh, who dis? That's, trem- that's tremendous, Scott. Who dis? Who dis? That clip. Who dis? You're gonna yeah. be able to use that every exactly. time you bring <laughs> a, a listener onto TMS. That's yeah, true. Say, yeah. Hi, who dis? Who dis? Uh, let's see. She's gonna eat him. I haven't seen one of those in a minute. Pray, man. Just that mother. Pray I don't ever see him. Cause if I do, I'm gonna eat him. <laughs> Eat him. I do love love that giant praying mantis on the camera. Yeah, just hanging out up there for too long. Yeah, like so many jump scares before you even get the the uh, the actual. Actually, yeah, Yeah. they they really split that up because 
once you get into the actual horror of it, there's not really any jump scares because it's all real yeah. slow. But they they gave us the jump scares up front. I yeah, liked yeah. it. I liked it too. Um, could listen to him talk all day. I wrote. I remember you and your brother. I remember you and your brother. <laughs> We have French fried taters. He's, <laughs> he's, the, he's the he's the Hollywood guy who's seen too much, and he's become an old philosopher. Yeah. Yeah, what right. drug is he on? That's what I want to know. I know. Yeah. Kept, yeah. The angel looked yeah. at him. Yeah, and was like, sure. "What are you doing over there?" Um, he's uh, film sack regular, so sort of. We did the crow. Um, he was the bad yeah. guy in the crow. He was. Uh, oh gosh! Well, just recently, uh, like this past year, we watched uh, where he was the bad. Uh, disc, the bad uh, guy at the the, oh, the right strange, the, days. strange days strange yeah. days there it is yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean this is this is the one of the only times I can think of that he plays a good guy yeah because right? right. he's yeah. he's got the voice and the look to always be the bad guy and, yeah he's yeah. typecast in a lot of ways but in yeah. almost everything I'm trying to think of something I've seen him in where he isn't that. I'm I'm pretty sure he was a serial killer up until this point so I I'm gonna still. You still think he's a bad guy. guy? He just turned. He, yeah. he decided making analog cameras was his future after <laughs> it, a bunch of his murders. His interest, <laughs> his interest aligned here. I think is just what happened. I think. Sure. Yeah. Here is a clip I called "Cool Sound Work." It's an animal. It's territorial, and it thinks that this is its home. See, I think that's badass. That's cool. Is cool. Even though I don't think it works that way, I think it's cool. No, of course not. Yeah. Here's your fourth note. Mark your brain. Nope. There's another nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, Did we ever get a nope out of Stephen Yoon, or was it all just uh, no Stephen Yoon notes? Emerald? That I'm aware of. I'm pretty well, sure right, it was be, because Jupe Jupe embraces the whole thing. Yeah. He he says yep. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah he, he says so yep. he's already yep to the nope. He's the yep yeah. to yeah. the nope. <laughs> uh, he he need he needed therapy is what he needed. I don't know why right? he got me. Um, yeah. All right. Here's uh, oh I'll never think of this song the same again. It's your sunglasses song. Here you go. really weird it like, is yeah. it's so disconcerting awesome. and yeah it made me not want to ever hear it again <laughs> nah not me i want to fire it up again one uh, more time <clears throat> we heard this at the top of the show there's a wheelchair on your roof sure as hell is and oh that yeah they don't like wheelchairs that's right i was trying to remember the reference earlier anyway here's the don't eat me i said mr purple people leader don't eat me Need me. He was also really good on Westworld as Old Bill, and it was oh. a tiny, tiny role. Yeah. He was a prototype model of one of the early robots, and he was kind of herky jerky and stuff. And he sat and talked to Anthony Hopkins for like ten minutes, and that's all we ever got. But man, <laughs> wow. one of my favorite things ever about that show was that moment. Anyway, let's move on to this. The film sack checklist goes like this. The world's greatest uh, defunct fries electronics commercial. Check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cactus flavored icy sounds gross. Check. And finally, retroactively give uh, Kiki Howard an award. Can we do that? Yeah, Paul that Palmer. What did I say? Howard? Howard. Yeah, that's fine. I meant that's Palmer. Fine. You're good. How come I did Howard? Yes, retroactively give her an award. She, again, I, I think she could have gotten nominated uh, for an Oscar for this. I really... I do, too. She I, was really just, good. I guess this movie, it, there's just something about it. It didn't resonate with the Oscars. That makes two people that should have gotten Oscar nominations that didn't. Her and the and the younger girl on Everything Everywhere All Once, she should have gotten. No, she she did. She did. She she was, was she a, almost won the Oscar. Yeah, yeah she, 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 she got nominated, did not get the... 
Oh, right. I thought she didn't get nominated. She should have won. <laughs> See, she went to, she I went thought to, she did. Get she went to every it. award show, Scott, and watched her co-star win her award. Look, I like. I'm a real big fan of who won, but I would really like her to have won. I think she deserved it more. Other thing, uh, other thing about this movie is the visual effects. Like it, Nope really deserved more awards uh, for for visual effects. There's like. Not a Feature lot design. of movies last year that uh, you know are in this category. Mm-hmm. Um, if you and if you look at FilmSack, by the way, uh, if you look at the producers of Nope, uh, none of them have ever been on a FilmSack movie before, except one, right. <laughs> and that's the the visual effects producer, Mike Chambers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to dare any of you to name one of the four previous FilmSack movies <laughs> that had the visual effects by Mike Chambers that we have seen. The last just never in a million years be able to pull it. No idea. idea. Monster design. I give props to because I will, I will probably remember that uh, spaceship, the whole thing thing for a while. You you won't be able to have a spaceship with a hole in the bottom of it. We're not not thinking of. Nope. Yeah, that's true. So it goes fully organic and then have this perfect square as it's, uh, as it's thing in jellyfish. Exact effect. Does it remind you of any movies we've seen? (laughs) I just like the term jellyfish mode a lot. The jellyfish, jellyfish mode, mode. Yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, you bunk it three times and it turns into a jellyfish, and then you have yeah. to. <laughs> but it was. It did feel like a movie steeped in practical effects, even though I know there was CG. But it felt right. practical and useful, and I don't know. I respect that. I also thought the yeah. use of those uh, whatever they're, what are they called at, at uh, uh, car lots? Waving, the, uh, oh, the wacky, inflatable, inflatable, tube, wacky inflatable tube. arm waving. Yeah, the right. idea of putting those everywhere as, as as an indicator yeah. of where the electricity is being killed. Cool right. idea, great idea. Randy, tell us the other movies that. Uh, <laughs> oh, you had a point. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect you to have guessed like True Lies or Day After Tomorrow, which he was the visual effects oh, producer really? okay. on. But this movie's visual effects looks a lot like his masterpiece. Mike Chambers was the visual effects producer for Inception. Mm. Oh, really? And, okay. Uh, oh, it's just like there's just things about it that it just you can just mm. feel. Mm. Well, he was a good okay. hire then. Let's say that. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, move on to, uh, the Star Trek connections. There's gotta be, tell me Wincott or somebody, somebody. I wish Michael Wincott had ever mm. been in Star Trek and I don't get it. Mm. Like even, uh, even right this minute, he would have been amazing in a couple of different roles in Picard. Yeah. You can do it now. <laughs> so get back yeah, in there, but get her done. Uh, we do have one. There is one connection. Uh, there's an actor named Oz Perkins who has a bit role in this movie. Um, he's, I think one of the, one of the people who are on the set, uh, or I don't know. Yeah. Like like the early on parts where she's Mm. doing her speech. Yeah. 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 That's it. And Oz Perkins was in lens Flare flair, Abrams, Star Trek, 2009. Mm. Um, (laughs) He was, uh, his, his cast role, his role was kind of titled enterprise communications officer. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Sure. Okay. So he was there. So we got a connection. But that's it. Something that's familiar it. about that good dude. Where do I know him from? Oh. No. no. Oh, the Utah Murder wow. Project. That's what I know him from. Mm. Back in the early aughts, there was a movie called The Utah Murder Project, and I don't even know why I saw it, but he was a detective. That's why he's familiar. Interesting. All right. Uh, well done. Let's get to the uh, this, the uh, the soundtrack grade. I'd give it a GAA for great all around. I really like the use of old stuff and new stuff. Yeah. The, the, the uh, uh, score was good. It was all good. Great. And apparently, if we're watching a Jordan Peele movie, we're listening to Michael Abels. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he is basically new as a composer. He was uh, one of these guys who was out there making ambient music, and Jordan Peele got him in on Us as his first first ever composer credit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he has uh, since uh, scored every Jordan Peele movie, hmm. and he's got another work, um, like like studio stuff, like see you yesterday and bad education and all day and night. This is like movies that are made by Netflix studios or HBO studios. And so, uh, he's uh, kind of up and coming. He's middle-aged, so he's not that young, but sure. Michael Abels. Nice. Cool. May he ever reign. Um, <laughs> let's get to the uh, Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less. And I think this time we'll start with Randy just to change things up. Nope. A man in a cowboy hat. Another man in a cowboy hat, a man with a camera, several horses, and exactly one woman who's trying to not make eye contact, just like a Saturday night at Ibn's Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Uh, speaking no. of which, well, we can't get to him yet. Dunaway, it's your turn. <laughs> oh, is it me? Oh, yeah. I'm here. Oh, hi. Uh, nope. Like getting your rips lipped off. Uh, yeah, wait, we're just, I'm starting again. Your nope. rips? <laughs> Like getting your lips ripped off by a monkey ape chimp. You're going to see that and go, oh, hashtag because no lips. <laughs> is that way? Is that how you pronounce nope with no lips? Yeah, I tried. Yeah. I did do it several times. Like, nope. like, you can't you can't say you can't really say. Well, I guess you can say oh, no, nope, we, nope, we need these things. Nope. These lips are important. It turns yeah. out. Yeah. These lips were made nope. for talking. That's just what that would be do. note. Wouldn't it be note? Yeah. Mm, dang it. Nope. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Nope. One, two, three, four. Tell the people what she wore. <laughs> she wore an itsy bitsy, teeny weeny, yellow polka dot bikini. Wow. Nice. Nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. Amazing. Deep, dark, wind caught energy there. I like That's that right. a lot. Uh, all right. Well, this is another thing that we just got handed. This movie was almost called Thank You But No. Uh, or <laughs> no. Uh, the, the, the second one, Runner Up, was pretty good, too. Most likely not, but they went with nope. So it's fine. Right. Most likely not. Uh, quick text we got from some listeners, 801-471-0462. This is from Chris D. And he says, uh, dear film sack as a Canadian, please never again, bring up the glowing puck. This is a national shame that should have never <laughs> happened. And we won't, uh, teach that shameful part of our history. It's a black puck on white ice people. Chris D. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody likes that glowy puck thing that happened. for No, a that was such a, uh, there was not even really controversy. It just was right. universally hated. Yeah. No one liked it. I know what they were trying to do, but. Yeah, it yeah. just didn't work out. My you know? my favorite thing about it is that it had a it had a like registered name. It's called Fox Tracks. Mm. Okay, and and not not Fox Track, Fox Tracks, Tracks Fox like tra- following a track yeah, in the snow sort of thing. Nice. And yeah. no one wants to say that. No one is willing to say Fox Tracks. No. Huh. Plus, you had to pay whoever had the. That's like the the NFL thing. Someone gets royalties every time they do a a fake first down line. That's a that's oh, a tech really? that uh, oh, really? tech that's copy not copyrighted oh. trademarked or something or whatever. Someone owns that's the rights wild. to the tech or patent, so you have to you have to pay credit to the person who thought that was a good idea. To, oh, for uh, sure, because that works. That. Yeah, that, that works really well. Yeah. yeah, the ones where it's under their feet and it, it looks like yeah. it's part of the field and all that's pretty. Yeah. Cool. 
Uh, let's move on to this one from Kay Smith, who says, Hello, Sackers. Earlier today, I watched the 1983 TV movie Starship One on Amazon Prime. Oh. It stars Hal Linden and Lee Majors and is about oh. a supersonic plane that gets stuck in space. What? It's a bad movie with lots of tropes and bad special effects, so I recommend it highly for a sacking. Love the show, Kay Smith. I would check that out. Starship sure. One, yeah. like the number one? Yeah, no, like the spelled no. out one. Well, that's what he okay. wrote. I don't know if that's right. Um, there was a video game, too. Wait, what? TV movie. Let me look this up. Uh, yeah, it is just one spelled O-N-E. Oh, okay, because Starship, the number one is a Atari game. So we got Starship. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Ship one. This is a wrong movie, though. Yeah, well, am, I, am I reading it wrong? What, what did you say? What did she say again? Uh, Ship, this, spaceship one? Um, well, you. I don't know why you called them a sheep, but that's fine. Uh, it is. Oh, I'm sorry. They... <laughs> Starship I'm looking at- <laughs> Starship One is the name of the movie as written in this email or this text, okay. but I don't know if that's actually correct because I can't find it. I found one that's yeah, from 2018, but that's that's not it. Um, yeah, this well, is a this is once again proof that we don't uh, screen these stuff before the right. show recording. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now we do that on we purpose. Just go for it. Yeah, we get more content that way. I like I yeah. like doing it that way. All right. Well, if that's a thing that can be viewed, I, it sounds like an amazing thing, and we should watch and it. They, and the person said Lee Majors, right? What would they say? They said, yeah, Lee yeah, Majors and Hal Linden. And Hal Linden. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I want to see it. They've got me. They got me peaked here, but I don't see it anywhere. So Space we'll see what we movie. can find. I'm doing. I'm doing a deeper dive search. Starflight. Starflight. The plane. The Starflight. Oh, yeah. Starflight. Yeah. Or also known as Starflight One. Or Airport 85, interesting television. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? So it just yeah. like basically they have to keep refueling this thing until they yeah, figure yeah. out how to, how to land it? Uh, huh. 1983, there it is. Yeah. Okay, so Star Flight, the plane that couldn't land is the full title. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We need to watch this. I think so, yeah. Hal Linden. Look at him. Look at him. Look uh, at him. Take a good star. Look at him. Uh, I think I remember this, actually. Wait Lauren a Hutton. I'm having flashbacks. I don't have any memory of the trauma of, of my childhood. Tess Harper. All right. I'm in. We got to watch this. Let's put this I watched on all kinds of ABC Sunday night movies during this time period. So I'm pretty sure I've probably seen this. Yeah. Well, if Prime has it, why are we even not doing it? Right. We have to do it. Starflight. Um, okay. Starflight. Okay. Uh, if you want to send us messages, do 801-471-0462. Or you can email us, filmsack at gmail.com. In the meantime, I'd like to mention some new folks that joined our Patreon this week. Yes, that's right. They wandered in through the beaded curtain uh, known as the FilmSack Patreon, patreon.com slash FilmSack. And those people are Joe, Alex, and Steve. Uh, They all walked into a bar. What happened next? Well, you'll have to find out yourselves by going to (laughs) patreon.com slash FilmSack and signing up today. If you like never having ads or having pre-show content every week or monthly specials from the hosts, this sort of stuff. Mm. Trust me. Speaking of which, this weekend... Oh, nice. <laughs> it's written. I just need to record it, which is going to happen uh, today. And then uh, I'm going to give it to Scott. Scott's going to give it to y'all. And yep. Scott's going to give uh, it to you. Yep. Scott's going to give it to you. You know what else you get as a patron, I should mention? Uh, we put the lyrics to Brian's weird song song intros. Yes. <laughs> I gave it to you guys early, by the way, because I thought that hearing the uh, the song without seeing the lyrics and missing things like Yoon Balloon and all the letters in No UFO OJ. <laughs> it's really right, good. Right. It's really good. And I'm I'd be I, confusing without reading. Yeah. So we put those there, sometimes other stuff, and of course, bonus content. You'll also get art in the mail. There's so many reasons to join. Hardly any not to. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash 
film sack. I'm sorry, I'm being told in my ear. Uh, there are no reasons not to. There's not hard right. reasons. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you might get some of these pictures we post in a Discord server. Like I just posted that Donna Mills picture on yeah. here where it's like, choose your choose your Donna Mills. Yeah. You can she, change your hair to any the, one of these uh, colors. Yeah. She was the wife, right? She was, no, no, oh, no she, she was, was the commercial. She was the actress at the beginning uh, when, right. the, when they're doing What's all this. What's your horse's name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you Lucky. may know her well, from a he? lot of... You probably know Donna Mills from a lot of older stuff, uh, but yeah, Knots Landing, that kind of stuff. That's what I was going to say. I feel like she was in that whole Dallas Falcon Crest Knots yeah, Landing. Yeah. So that's what it was. It was uh, Knots Landing. Okay. Right. But her, her IMDb, they've been kind enough to present you with all the virgin, versions of <laughs> Donna know. Mills, like blonde, red, darker it is, red. It is the customize your character screen on, on yeah. every video game where you can do that. Yeah. I don't want to freak you guys out, but this uh, Starflight 1 is not only on Amazon Prime, not it's only Paramount. on Paramount Plus, Paramount but it's Plus. also on Fubo, MGM oh, Plus. Yes. It's, it's all everywhere. Over. Yeah, we wow. got to get it. We got to do it. It's only an hour and a half, too, my favorite length of a movie. Oh, yeah. that's a very good length of a movie. Yeah. Oh, I lied. It's hour 54. What do you got? The director's cut? This one says hour. listed for. Just watch this hour 45, so it's all over. Yeah. The like I said, uh, they must have the director's cut on Paramount Plus. Director's Jesus. cut of Starflight 1. Oh, I don't even say it could be an hour 54 because it's made for TV movies. Those things are usually an hour and a half because they have to put in, you know, 30 minutes worth of commercials. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, all right, one quick other note. Next week is not a film per se because we've got a bunch of travel going on, a whole bunch of people out of town, uh, including Ibit and I are on our way to TMS Vegas. We're going to see a bunch of you there. As a result, we're doing a special one-off topic episode. And uh, so there will be content uh, up on the feed that day. And uh, that'll be what we do. We're not going to tell you uh-huh. what the topic is yet because mm-hmm. you're going to have to find out for yourself. So tune in. That's next week. And then the week after yeah. that, we're doing uh, Black Rain. Black Rain. Yes. Black Rain, 1989. Gets Black. wet. He gets Black wet. Black Rain. With Black Oh, boy, that'll stain. That'll stain yeah. with him. Yeah. Uh, all right. This is great news. Um, oh, I got to tell you a funny story real quick. Speaking of, I guess this is reminding me because of Black Rain. Last night, my wife said, hey, you should try this mask. It's really good. It'll make your face feel great. I said, okay, cool. So I put on this black mask and it looked like, you know, goo. You spread it. Looked, it felt like tar. You spread it all over your cheeks and your forehead and yeah, and you yeah. Just do that. Uh huh. And then I forgot that I had a Zoom meeting with somebody. I was about and, to uh, say you had a black. <laughs> yeah, mask I, black, I basically had black face. That's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. So I showed up to this meeting, <laughs> turned it on, and they go, "Whoa!" And I went, "What?" I t- completely forgot. Didn't look at my preview video. I didn't. I just completely spaced it. And I'm like, "Oh crap!" And then I had to explain it. And then it came off in one big piece, which was really cool. But it was a stupid experience. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. don't. I guess what I'm saying is, don't blackface your Zoom calls. All right. That's what Randy. I'm do you think it's fun to do those face pills? I don't think it is. I have facial hair. I yeah, disagree. I, I, I have nothing. I mm, I can't even like. I don't even like putting uh, like lotion. Like I don't moisturize my face. It feels like the wrong thing to do. <laughs> this feels wrong. Yeah. No. I, in different skin, different needs. Right. But um, yeah. the the fun part. So I have also have this beard. So I, I can only do cheeks, nose, and forehead, but right. being able to take that whole thing off like a big sticky, like yes, yeah, like a big old like you fruit roll up, yeah, like taking a fruit roll up your, your face. face. It's great. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> it, and I can't get. I, I kind of enjoyed it, if I'm honest. I yeah. just wish it wasn't black, and I had gotten on a call. That's all. Right. If I <laughs> if I put a little coconut oil in my beard, like the littlest amount possible. I feel like my face is covered in Crisco. <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't like that feeling. I'm kind of with you on that. I don't like. 
My wife's like, you're going to stay younger if you moisturize. I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to feel I like I don't want to stay young. I'm going to feel like I'm working a fryer at McDonald's <laughs> or something. That's your dream. Yeah, that's your yeah. dream. Leave me, let me be old and crusty. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, com is our website. You uh, know it. You love it. Go use it because it's got everything else there that you're ever going to need. So please do. And leave us reviews wherever you get your podcast. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Take a picture. We'll see you next time. It'll last longer. If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Shit. (laughs) ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.